What's good, family? Every day, God gives us something to live on, grow on, and be blessed with. And we want to share that with you. Every day is a testimony. Branton and I have been able to grow from each other as God continues to show up in our lives. We just want people like you to have a chance to be impacted by our day-to-day interactions with each other and with Christ. So let's get it. Hey, what's good, everybody? We are live. We are back on the Loat Podcast. Bah, 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 bah. <laughs> bro, you know what? I won't. I for one have to say, uh, I'm really excited to be doing this with you, bro. Like, it's honestly an honor, you know. And the fact that you know we uh did one podcast in and in itself is like, yo, man, to God be the joy, bro. Like. Yeah, that is like big ups, bro. It's wild. I mean, it's it's crazy too. Like, I I don't know. I think just hearing you know different people and their responses, like, man, like y'all are like so like good, and this is so impactful, and like you're sharing so much wisdom. I'm like, bro, we're just talking. You know what I'm saying? Like, we're just having a conversation. This is just like we're on the phone late at night, just like you know having a deep convo about something. Like, it's normal. So like, I think it's powerful that people are really, like we said, living, like they're listening to how we're living out of testimony. And that's what this was, podcast uh, is all about. I was made aware that, like, not that I'm incapable of not having a deep conversation, but, like, I can't help but not to have a deep conversation. And, like, just small talk. Like, even like that, we was talking about last, you know, the last uh, podcast, right? Like, you know, just yeah. going at it, somebody asked you, like, how your day is going. Like, it... Honestly, to some level of degree, kind of like just boring, just to you know have small talk about nothing. Like yo, like if we're having a conversation, like you know, I want our conversation to have to you know to like build me up in some shape or form, right? Like you know, I mean, yeah, this relationship, not this relationship, but like this kind con- this conversation today, you know, is based off of you know just relational uh, intentionality, right? I mean, like that even goes as far as like communication, right? Like if you're not intentional with your communication, but like I mean what is, I guess, what it's, it's a purpose. Yeah. Yeah. That is so good. I, and I think it's honestly a really great segue into like kind of what we are, we're talking about a little bit today. Like, I think, um, I think before we ended the episode, the last episode, talking a little bit about intentionality and, and relationships. And I think, um, I know we kind of joked about it before, but like, you know, Tiso and I in our interaction and like when we are intentional in our relationship and just us communicating, having conversation, like it, it creates a lot of impact. So how much more so, how much more impact can that create when we are actually intentional in our relationships? Like we we make time for each other and like regardless of how we're feeling, we just, we walk in that, you know, with not expecting anything in return. Like, I think we talked, did we talk about this before? Like tra- transactional relationships and things like that? You know, let me, uh, let, let me, let me, let me step in on that one. You know, um, we, we talked about it personally, um, just transactional, uh, relationships. And, you know, I want to say this, like, you know, just even, even the fact that it was your birthday yesterday, um, and, you did not anticipate for me to show up. I mean, understanding what my circumstances were, not being able to show up, you know, and you still made the effort to come to my birthday last weekend was like big ups. Um, and it was something that you said to me like a few weeks ago, or a couple of weeks ago. He was like, bro, like, you know, 
this relationship isn't transactional. You know, I'm not yeah. doing something expecting you to do, to do something, you know, in return, yeah. right? I, I'm doing it, you know, because it's coming from a place of love. Yes. And like, you know, when you said that, like, it just, it just reshaped, like, you know, our relationship as friends. I mean, not that our relationship as friends was shaky in itself, right? But like, you saying that was just kind of like a bloop, bloop, bloop. Like, you know, <laughs> our relationship looped up, you know, because, yeah. I mean, Growing up, you know, personally, like I've been under the the um I've been just under the impression that, you know, like who whomever your best friend is or whomever is your closest friend is, you know, what what they do for you. And, you know, part of that is uh, something that has been shaped by my mother. Right. But mm. when you said what you said, you know, I genuinely understood what a true friend is like, right? mm. because like you were willing to go above and beyond. Um, and not anticipate for me to go above and beyond, right? Yeah. Now, in you doing that, you're setting an example for me to say, okay, provided I get the chance, I'm gonna go above and beyond as well, right? Because I'm not gonna let my boy be out on a limb, and you know, I don't, right? Extend the same, right? And not not because I'm extending the same because I feel obligated to, right? right? But right. also coming from a place of love. Yes. So you know, just you modeling that was like, yo, like, and I have been talking about that to you know a few people, and you know different ways because i remember a friend of mine um had asked her to come to <clears throat> paintballing and uh you know not trying to put out on blast or anything right but she she had no money to come paintballing and then on top of that she didn't even have money for gas money right mm. um but just because i wanted her to be there um i was like hey look i'm gonna send you money right you're gonna be there yeah. right like this yeah. is like like there's no negotiation about this like i want you there because like right. you know like we're friends, right? Yes. Um, and I don't expect anything else out of you know you being there. I just you know desire your presence there because I'm having a birthday and I just want all my loved ones to be there. Mm. So yeah, no, that's man. what I have to say about that. Man, no, nah, that is so good. That is so good. And literally, I'm gonna be honest, bro. I can, <laughs> I'm so humbled, you know, by your words. But also, I gotta give a shout out to my man Michael Jr. He's a comedian. If y'all don't know him, like, feel free to look him up. He is hilarious. But he came to my church, and it was funny because my sister and I went there, and he was talking, like, he does comedian, you know, he does jokes and everything. So he was talking a little bit about relationships, and he was like, um, you should never be in a compromised relationship. And the whole crowd was like, uh, what? Like, isn't compromise a whole part of relationships? And he was like, let me ask you this. If you have a bridge that's um compromised would you go over it and everyone's like uh no like if you have a car that's compromised uh would you drive it no so then why would you be in a compromised relationship and it made me think for a minute and he was that's when he started talking about transactional relationships and how relationship true relationship with god at the center is not transactional yeah we love because God loved us first. That's not a transaction. You know, we we don't love him because he, you know, like he loved us. So now we're like, we need to love other people because there's many times where we don't love him, yet he still loves us. Yeah, That's not transaction. That's because I, I love you just because. Yeah. And that's hard. And, and that's why, like, when, you know, Tiso was just talking about it now, but like when it was his birthday last weekend and everything, he's like, hey, man, you know, I really... Um, you know, want to come up for your birthday, but like, I won't be able to. So like, you know, maybe we can just find another time, you know, next few months where we can all get together. And I was like, bro, nah, like our relationship is not transactional. Our friendship is not transactional. That's not 
how this works. You know what I'm saying? I don't do this for you. You don't do this for me. Like, I think a true relationship is when someone else falls short or they don't, you know, meet something that you want or they don't deliver in a way that you want them to. You're still there for them. You still show up like it's it's not transactional. And that that was convicting to me because it made me look at my relationships, too. And I was like, how how can I be more like that? Not expecting something in return, but just loving people just because, you know, what I'm saying, <laughs> just because that's the phrase I'm going to start using. Just cause I love you, just cause. <laughs> you know, and uh, <laughs> I'm really glad you came too, cause like when we went to Mark's house and you were just going at it at that dummy, bro. <laughs> <laughs> that was the highlight of my night. <laughs> well, listen, it was. I'm gonna leave all the details out. <laughs> all the people need to know <laughs> is that uh. You just going at it, <laughs> and it was hilarious, bro. <laughs> you went out, give it a hug after he was like, you know what? Let's pray. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> uh, I was being a goofball, man. I Let was weak, bro. I said, my boy really just said, you know what? I feel bad for punching. Let's <laughs> let's take a moment to hug it out and pray. Take it up with the Lord. <laughs> man i was literally literally it was so funny because when i saw so like mark had a dummy like a little like training dummy and everything and like it took me back to my taekwondo days and i was like bro all right man it's time to get at it (laughs) i just wanna i just wanna like just interject real quick by the way he's a black belt all right so (laughs) if if we ever get approached by some like six four two fifty you know esque like people right i went by any chance or means am backing up and saying, all right, son, <laughs> this is what you've been training for. <laughs> ah, man. The only thing I know how to do is run. Oh, no. <laughs> I'll oh. be the first one to flee the scene, all right? <laughs> Yo, to God be the glory on that one, man. Whoo, I'm going to have to really rely on the strength of Samson for that one, literally the strength of Jesus. Never mind, Samson ain't going to help me. I know how to defend myself, but like, all of that will all be God. Like, I hope my memory comes back because I haven't done Taekwondo in years, man. Brother, my greatest defense is the fleeing the scene, right? <laughs> my greatest defense is not being there, right? <laughs> my greatest defense <laughs> is running a 4240. Oh as impossible God. as that may seem, it's only impossible until somebody does it. And Jesus is going to help me run that 4240 speed that day, all right? Amen to that. <laughs> Bro, you cracked me up. I'm so weak. <laughs> oh, man. But now, you know what? I, I, I tell Gabby that too. I'll be like, look, so like if, if like we're walking on the street and like, you know, these people are, like, you know, coming at us like, you know, what you about to do, right? Like, mm-hmm. what, what's the move? And like we play out situations and she's like, why are you like this? I'm like, look, you got to always be on your toes. <laughs> Right, because <laughs> I'm gonna be ready to go. Right, <laughs> and I can't expect for you to still be waiting there, right. waiting for me to do something when I know that there's nothing that I can't do but to run. All right, so you're gonna need to run first. I'm gonna try to create a little diversion, negotiate, and then I'm gonna take off right behind you because mm. <laughs> you're not gonna be at that scene trying to fight. That ain't gonna happen. All right, <laughs> that oh ain't gonna happen. <laughs> That's wild. That's wild. Yeah, see, y'all can't get compromised. You don't want your relationship. <laughs> you don't want that relationship that to get compromised. Clear. Nope. All right. Not at all. I know my strengths. All right. Yes. And I know my weaknesses. Yes. Pride will kill you. <laughs> mm. 
<laughs> and I ain't gonna be the one caught ca slipping just because I try to, you know, be all tough. Yeah. Ah, well, we escaping. We'll talk about it later. All right. But at the crime of the scene, we we not. Yeah. That that ain't happening there. All right. That's really good. And you know, it's funny when you, you talked about knowing your strengths and your weaknesses and what you can and cannot do, because I think that really ties into being intentional in relationships. Yeah. If someone knows you, like truly knows you, and they're being intentional in terms of doing life with you, they yeah. will know to an extent your strengths and your weaknesses. And going back a little bit to the episode, the first episode, Tisa, when you were talking about, um, your co-workers and everything and, and how they were like oh like this man like he always seems like he's really grumpy and upset and it's like no nah, like that's not it it's just in the morning i need some more time to kind of get to the same level you guys are at or i'm just i just might not get to the level you guys are at but you have to be aware of who i am but if they really would have known him then they wouldn't have those like premonitions you know i want to um recant that statement <clears throat> on behalf of just something god just has been revealing uh, in my life. Mm -hmm. Um, and, um, okay. So let me premise this by saying this the last time that we were having this conversation, mm -hmm. you know, I, you know, wasn't in a, uh, relationship. Like I didn't have a girlfriend. Mm -hmm. Oh, I do. Um, and I think, you know, it's shout, important out for that. shout out to Gabby. <laughs> um, it's important for us to say that, um, because I remember, uh, sometime last week, um, it might've been, Wednesday, uh, you know, I was, I had her up. She was like, oh yeah, I'm about to do my quiet time. Mm. Um, you know, just getting time with God. And it almost, well, not almost, it did convict me. I was like, damn, bro, like, what are you doing with your life? Why are you not connecting with God? Like, you know, why have you been like, you know, slacking? Um, <clears throat> and it wasn't in a sense like, oh, you know, I'm going to read my Bible because she's reading her Bible, right? But the conviction was, God was like, yo, like, you know, this vertical relationship that I got with you, mm -hmm. you need to be engaged in it, you know, as much as you can, right? Because mm -hmm. that's the only way your horizontal relationships are going to work best, right? Mm -hmm. So, like, even with my coworkers, right, if, you know, those mornings I was, like, you know, doing my vertical, vertical time with God, praying, or, you know, even taking, like, five to ten minutes to be in the Word, right? those moments where I was feeling agitated while those were, you know, emotions that I was, you know, am allowed to have, right? Those were just going to come and go. Um, but in that moment, I was going to recognize that, you know what, I should be doing, you know, whatever I'm doing, right? It, it needs to be coming from a place of love, whether they understand me or they don't understand me. There are a lot of people, you know, that understood Jesus and a lot of people that misunderstood Jesus, right? Mm -hmm. But you want an action that was synonymous in both situations was his act of love, right? Mm. His act of love was the same, right? And like, <clears throat> we're taught to be, you know, Christ-like. So in that essence, right, even though my coworkers like misunderstood just how I operated in the morning, right? I, you know, me spazzing at them or just me, you know, just feeling agitated. And I know that I wear my emotions on my face, mm -hmm. right? Me feeling agitated, right? Like, and just showing that, like, you know, uh, physically through my facial expressions yeah. was really the wrong way to go about that. And while I held my tongue, right, I was holding, I was holding my tongue only because I didn't want to spaz out. Mm. Um, whereas I feel as if now that I should have been, you know, holding my tongue, but then also explaining like, hey, like, 
this is the situation, right? Yeah. Um, and I need you to understand, right? Like, you know, I'm uh, I'm not like how it looks right now because, you know, whatever reason that you may think, right? It's only because I'm still taking that time to wake up in the morning. But I need you to understand, right? Like, you know, there's still love for all of you, right? Yeah. That hasn't changed, right? Yeah. Because I have to be up here at 6.30 in the morning, you know, to cook food for like 350 people to god be the door right <laughs> yeah does not mean that you know i feels any type of way about you know what you're doing what you have done or something in my life is affecting me to you know give off this quote-unquote facial impression that i'm giving right now yeah that's so good and it kind of goes back to you know like what you were saying it, it made me think about vulnerability um, yeah. And how there really are two sides to a relationship. Like it requires both people coming together and being like, hey, listen, I'm gonna be honest with you. Like, you know, this is how it might come off, but this is how I am. You know what I'm saying? Like yeah. this, what, what you see and, and what's going on might not always line up. I might look mad, but I might not actually be mad. There might be something else going on. And that is why I might come off in a certain way. And, yeah. and then you brought up another point regarding... Um, trying to figure out how to say this in the best way, but like you're, you're, um, there can be no horizontal without the vertical. Mm -hmm. If you don't have your vertical relationship with God in check, then I really don't know how you're going to be able to take on all these horizontal relationships because everything's going to be in disorder. Yes. Because every single day we meet new people, every single day, there's going to be new challenges and interactions with people. So because there's all these differences, there should be one thing that is consistent. And that is my relationship with God. If I'm yeah. constantly plugging into the source <laughs> daily, then I mean, of course, when I stretch my arms out horizontally to reach out to other people, then I mean, it's not going to be easy. I'm still going to have moments where I might, you know, butt heads with people and it's not going to be sure. easy. But like, sure. I'll be aware that God loved me first in the midst of what I was going through and how I interact with people, you know? So, you know, I love that you say, like, you know, you talked about just butting heads. Yeah. Um, yesterday I was talking to my pastor about this. Mm -hmm. um, and he was like, you know, Wherever you go, wherever you find yourself, you know, you're not going to agree with everybody. Not everybody's going to agree with you. Yeah. Right. Um, but how you show love to that person is still praying for them despite disagreeing with what they mm. have to say or what they're doing. Right. Yeah. That's how you express love in that situation. Right. Love is not a feeling. Yes. Right? Love wow. is an action. Yes. Right. That's something that you need to commit to. Right for whatever it is right it could be on a day-to-day -day basis or it, it whatever you know the circumstances right if you have love for a particular thing that's an action that you constantly consistently need to take and make you know and my pastor was like yo like you know you're gonna disagree with people right yes. like yeah of course yeah, not gonna agree to with everybody that's you know <laughs> not uh i heard this one uh this one saying right you know um people didn't not everybody agreed with Jesus. How do you expect everybody to agree with you? Wow. <laughs> like Jesus. Like that's that's true. That's like, that's, that's the deep greatest like, of all like time. Like the goat. You like, know that's the goat, right? And that's why we low. That's why right. we live out of testimony, right? Right. He is the goat, right? But even even in that circumstance, all people that disagree with them, why he was doing how he was doing it, right? Even though it was sanctified, blessed for, right? And the path that he was yet to be on, right, was already blessed, yeah. right? So mm. why would I expect somebody else to agree with what I said, right? Mm. But how I am intentional, right? Even in that relationship of a person that I don't even know, like I know you, right? How I show love in that situation is by praying for them. Yes. And that's how I act on being intentional 
in that particular relationship. Right. Because <clears throat> like you just said, love is an action. If I love you, then I will back up my words with action. I'm not just going to be like, hey, man, you know, like, I really appreciate you. And, you know, like, that's it. And then yeah. for months, I don't call you. I don't talk to you. I don't <laughs> see you at all. And then 10 years later, hey, bro, what's up, man? You know how the family do it? Like, all right. You know what I'm saying? But, like, to have someone say, you know, I'm thinking of you. And then, you know, maybe a few weeks go down the road and they text you, hey, man, I've been praying for you. How's your family doing? And it's a small things. Like, it don't have to be that. It could be like someone could, you know, I don't know, like, I mean, there's so there's so many examples out there. But I think something to really keep in mind is when we say the word love, and I think, I guess in culture now, um, when we hear the word love, sometimes we're like, hey, man, I love you. Or like, I love this. Or I love that. And it's like, when when I think of the word love, it makes me think of God's love and how it's unconditional. Like we said before, like I don't have to do anything to earn his love. He's already it's pleased. Awesome. Yeah. It, he just does. Like the audience of one is already clapping for me. Yeah. So like that should be humility enough. So like going yeah. up and telling someone else that same thing <laughs> while you're being a human, like, yeah. of course you're you might miss the mark a few times, but like, if you say something like relationships take commitment, they really do. And it might not be that commitment of, you know, of marriage or, I mean, that could be a thing in a specific relationship, but like true commitment is saying you're going to do something and then following up and doing your best to follow up. Because yes, in this life, we will fall short on certain things. But if, if we truly commit to something or to someone, then we need to let them know that like we will follow through on that. Because I mean, that's relationships are really built on that foundation of trust, you know? Yeah. So you talked about missing a mark, and you know there there are a lot of other key points that I, I'm going to touch on as well. But I want to talk about this before you know I forget it, right? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you talked about missing a mark, um, and I think it's important to explain that you know if you're actively trying, um, mm -hmm. you're gonna fail, right? Mm -hmm. Um, you know, and we we there and when you're uh, weightlifting, right? Sometimes you can uh, do something to failure. Right. Um, and the objective is not um, the objective is not uh, to actually fail. Right. Mm. But it's to push yourself to a certain extent further than what you thought that you were capable of doing. Right. Mm. Till like you don't have enough. Right. And in doing so, you're actually learning how to be successful. Mm. Right. Um, so even like, you know, acting out in love, you know, trying your best to, you know, love a person, you know, however you can, right? Yeah, you're going to fail, like you said, right? There are times where you're going to fall short, right? But in doing so, you only fall short because you were consistently trying to do something the way that you thought was best. Yeah. Um, hmm. And that's just so important because, like, even, like, you know, just even with connecting with God, right? Like, we, we need to be, you know, consistently, like, in our work, right? We need to be consistently reaching out to people right we need to be consistently um being in fellowship with other believers right and there are days where right i'm not gonna connect with you there yeah. are days where i'm not gonna read my word there are days where you know i'm not gonna feel like you know listening to worship music right but those are only happening because you know i am actively trying to do the right thing you know mm. i'm actively trying to be connect with connected with god we were 
having a conversation mm-hmm. about a week and a half ago, right? Okay. Where I, you know, was talking to where, where I was telling you, I was like, yo, like I, you know, I'm starting to feel myself fall into this pattern, right? That I was once in mm-hmm. last semester, right. or rather yeah, yeah, yeah. last academic year, and the academic, uh, you know, before. And, you know, that conversation went along the lines, like, you know, I'm starting to be more dependent on myself um, and less dependent on God. Hmm. Um, and last semester, excuse me, last academic year, truth be told, you know, I, once school started, like, you know, I stopped reading the word. Um, I stopped praying. I stopped listening to worship music. Like, you know, I, that vertical relationship that we were talking about, like, mm-hmm. I took a hard disconnect from hmm. Um, and it wasn't even like, I said, oh, I'm just going to stop doing this. I truth be told, just got tired of it. Hmm. Um, but in doing so, you know, I neglected, you know, the fact that, you know, I needed to be connecting with that. So just a quick synopsis of how my academic year last year, last year went, at least from like an emotional, uh, perspective, you know, I started depending on myself. Um, I got injured. Mm-hmm. Um, and then in my being injured, I was forced to not do track for three, three months. And that three months I like was super depressed. Um, and you know, in my being depressed, I made some very bad decisions, uh, like an error. Um, and only because, you know, I wasn't in the right headspace to do so. But I say that in saying that, right. I got to a point where I realized that, that I needed Jesus in my life. Um, and that's when I started taking steps to, you know, be back in the word, listen to worship music, pray and connect with uh, other believers. Now, once this academic year started again, I started to feel myself fall back into that pattern of depending on myself and less dependent on God. Mm. And I remember I was on the phone with Brent, and I was like, bro, like this feeling that I'm feeling right now, I, I don't like what I'm feeling. I don't like feeling like I'm starting to like disconnect myself from God. more." Right. Um, and after that conversation, I had a conversation with my mentor. His name is Vince Crochet. Shout out to Vince. Um, my bad for putting your government name out there like that. <laughs> I need you to know that. Um, but yeah, I had that conversation with him. Um, and after that conversation, I was like, all right, cool. Because the way that conversation ended, we were talking about how, you know, even working out is a form of worship, right? Like I can be spiritually connected with God through working out, right? Because right. that's something that brings me joy. God wants us to do things that bring us joy. It's, you know, it's in Ecclesiastes. I'll find the verse whenever you get the chance. But in Ecclesiastes, it talks about, you know, enjoying the time that God has provided us, right? And that one thing for me is working out. And in doing so, I can worship God through work, working out because that's a pleasure that he has blessed me with. So I decided to go run after I got off the phone with them. And in doing so, I was, you know, uh meditating and i was praying to god i was like yo like this is what's going on right now in the last podcast we talked about tacos and forgive me i'm trying to do this like real quick just so i don't take up a whole bunch of time right but talking about good yeah thanksgiving adoration confession others Others and stuff yep so after i got done with my run i was like all right i'm gonna do my morning tacos tomorrow morning that's just gonna solidify just the conversation i have with brenton the conversation i have with vince the prayer meditation session i just had with god while running um, that's just gonna like, you know, solidify everything. Like we're gonna be on a, you know, on a road, right? Like mm-hmm. we just we just gonna be rolling now. Um, but in me saying I'm gonna do it tomorrow morning, I was ignorant of the fact that the time that I'm blessed with right now could end just like that. 
Um, and truth be told, I was reminded of that when I went to sleep. I, uh, I had a I had a spiritual attack um, through my dream, and um, it was you know it really felt as if you know like a demon was attacking me and was you know basically like it had his hands wrapped around me and it was trying to um, trying to uh, like wrap its hands around my right. neck. Yeah, 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 I remember you telling me about this. But like the moral of that story and where I got to that story was that um, like I remember just I kept on yelling Jesus's name and I had like, you know, different states of this dream. I mean, it got to a point where I was running and I was just looking for Jesus and in doing so, what that reminded me was just the presence of Jesus that I needed in my life. You know, how much I needed God's, God's presence in my life. I was like, yo, like in everything that I do, I need Jesus, right? The road that I'm about to drive on before I even get to that road, I need that road to be blessed because that's how much I need Jesus in my life. Mm, that's yeah. so good. And I think what I think was powerful to me is when you were talking to me about that and how you went from a place of, you were saying before, you just kind of got tired of, of, you know, spending time with God and that vertical relationship started to fall off to where this year you were able to recognize that you were about to go into that same cycle. And before yeah. you even walking into that, you, you pumped the brakes and you were like, hold on, hold on, hold on. Before I even mess up this relationship again, before I even just kind of go back in the same habits I was doing, let me refocus. Let me, you know, fix my eyes on him and can like be intentional in this relationship. And it's going to take time. And I think sometimes for a habit to really take, um, to uh, really cement, you really do have to be intentional. But once you do become intentional, it becomes easier to spend time with God. It becomes easier to love other people. And it's just easier to do life in general. Um, and yeah, and I, I really think that regarding habits, like I think it what it takes 21 days to start a habit. Yeah, I think, yeah, yeah, about- yeah. 21 days to start a habit. So how much more so does it take to <clears throat> really pour into a relationship? Now, recognizing, too, that the, I think there is, oh, man, I forgot. There was a pastor that shared this with me. He said, there are three kinds of relationships in your life. You have um, people who are, actually, I think he, he gave an analogy almost. He was like, there are three kinds of relationships. And almost think of it as a race. You have people who are in front of you people who are running next to you and then people who are running behind you. Yeah. The people who are in front of you, those are the people that you're striving to, to get to. Those are the people that you can ask for wisdom and guidance in your faith and life and general, and you can just turn to them and they just have more experience, more training. Like they're just, they're not perfect, but they've walked where you walked before. So you can look up to them. And that takes a lot of intentionality too. Um, then you have the people who are next to you, like your friends, like you guys are struggling through things together. Y'all walking in faith and living out a testimony, basically. <laughs> Those are the people that you can turn to in your struggles when like y'all are going through the same things. And it's just it's easier to confide in them. Yeah. Um, and then the people behind you, those people aren't you're not better than those people. But those are the people that might need a little bit more help in different areas from that. And they could use that from you. As you're being poured into, because the way he's described it is, as the runners who are along, farther along from you pour into you, you can pour into other people, and that cycle can just continue to go. But if you don't have anyone who's pouring into you, then how can you really pour into other relationships and be someone and be someone that um, that other people can turn to as a guide or as a resource? Because I mean, 
I think it's it's awesome, and I'm humbled when people come to me and ask me for different things. But if I haven't talked to my mom, my dad, if I haven't talked to you know some of my mentors and other people like that, then or even read, the, of course, most importantly, read the Bible and spend time with God, then Hello. like then then like how am I really gonna be honest and genuine in what I'm saying to someone? It could just be like, hey man, you know, you gonna make it? You know what I'm saying? Like what? That's not how's that gonna help me? You know what I mean? Besides like. Hey man, you know, like I've been where you've been, and you know, I remember talking to my mom, and we make time for the people we care about. So, like, I'm gonna really make sure that you understand that and we can walk in that together. Like, that's way better than me just being like, hey man, I don't know, like, you know, because I haven't been filled up and poured into yeah. before. And, like, I think Tisa can talk more about that. Yeah, no, um, I remember we was having a conversation a few days ago. You know, I was basically saying, well, like, you know, I was telling you this, I was like, bro, like, you know, how did you anticipate? um to pour into others if you know you're not being poured into yourself yeah you know it's really important to have that you know source um i was talking about in relation to this is this guy that i was fortunate enough to meet um this summer um and he was like you know he uh he he's not a fan when he hears you know people that are, you know, in a relationship and, you know, the girl or the guy's like, oh, you know, they complete me. Um, <laughs> you know, they're, they're my, they're my better half, you know, like, no, you know, we, uh, you know, a, at least a God-like relationship, a God-fearing relationship should be one where, you know, I'm bringing my hole and you're bringing your hole and, you know, together we're making two, right? We're not, right. we're not making one, we're making two. Um, and right, just basically what you were saying, but right, how I am able to understand and break it down is it's like this, right? The only way that you're gonna learn how to be content with yourself, and the only way that you know you're you're gonna be able to offer right your full to any relationship is by learning how to be content with yourself. And the only way mm -hmm. that you're gonna learn how to be content by yourself is by learning how to be content in God, right? And yes. if you learn how to be content with God, then you learn how to be content with yourself. Mm. Right now, when you go to, right, to a relationship, whether platonic or non-platonic, right, you know, right, that, like, you know, you being in that relationship or, like, you being a part of that relationship, right, you're you're bringing something to the table that will help the relationship be better. Right now, right. I, I don't, you know, my, me and, me and Brenton's relationship, um right wasn't formed on the basis of all oh, right i'm being friends with Branton because like you know i have something better to offer mm -hmm. right but no just the cards that god has dealt me with right and the way that we conducted well conducted ourselves right expressed that hey like i'm here to offer what i have and Branton was like hey i'm here to offer what i have as well and yeah. through that like, we want to grow together right yeah. because down the line, we're going to make each other better and we're yes. going to grow to be better yes. because of God is blessed us with. Right? And that only happens if you learn how um, how to be content with yourself, which happens by learning how to be content with God. Right? Mm. I, I remember I was telling you this. I was like, you know, even just like in my uh, in my search for a girlfriend, right, and just being in that state, search is the wrong word, honestly, because mm -hmm. I wasn't really searching when I met Gabby. I uh, met Gabby at an FCA retreat, um, and my me going to that, you know, retreat was because I, you know, um, 
I was at a point in my life where I was like, all right, I really just need to, you know, reconnect back with God, mm-hmm. right? Um, you know, mm-hmm. I have been taking steps, right, since last January and, you know, just have been growing. Um, and just this retreat is like, I guess, right, on par to what needs to happen to move forward. Yeah. Um, and when that happened, you know, like, uh, this retreat, you know, I talk about this retreat as if like, you know, it right was the end of a deal for like, you know, my relationship with Christ. Right. Mm. Um, and that's not the case, but it is a foundational piece of my relationship with God, because right. While mm. the seed was planted in January, when I decided to, you know, just get back in, in regular contact with God, praying, you know, learning about the word, you know, uh, listening to worship music, being in fellowship with others, right. This retreat, was the seed sprouting the god was mm-hmm. like all right you're you're trusting and you're just willing to want to learn more about me yeah you start growing fruit now right yeah you was planted and you you was watering it right but now let's grow the fruit right it's time for the fruit to grow right mm-hmm. and um you know i say that saying that right me my me meeting gabby wasn't because like you know i was out you know looking for gabby right but God just kind of was like, here you go, you know? Um, And I remember, you know, even just when I started to like, you know, like feel feelings for Gabby, right? Like I I would be on the phone with Ben and I was like, bro, like I need to be held accountable because like, you know, like I just want to get to know her for who she is, right? Like, you know, I don't want, you know, um, you know, I like her and everything, right? But like, you know, I don't want that to cloud my me wanting to get to know her. And I remember like when those feelings were growing even stronger, I remember just praying to God. I was like, yo, God, like, yo, if she is not the one that's supposed to be in my life right now, like I'm gonna need you to like remove her out of my life. Um, mm. And as painful as that may have been, um, you know, I knew that I would have been fine because I was finally in a place where I was content with myself because I was content in God. Um, Because I was content Mm. with God, I was content with myself. Mm. And just that entire thing working out for what it was, like I knew if God was like, yo, she ain't the one, bro. Like, yeah, I would have been hurt, right? Because I was feeling some tough way about her, right? But I would have been fine. And that's Mm. something that I wholeheartedly believed. Um, Yes. Wow, that is so good. And I'm, I'm wow. <laughs> there's there's a lot to unpack there. I mean, like loving God first, and when you're able to love Him first, you can learn to be content with yourself. And I'm gonna be honest for all the singles out there, like it's hard being able to be content with yourself to sit down and be like, you know what, I am enough in Christ, of course, in Christ, I am enough, and I don't need someone else. Yes, I, I might want someone else, but I have all I need in Christ. That's a hard mindset to get to. But if, if you can continue to to press on and strive to have that mindset and still, you know, you're going to have those moments where you're like, man, it'd be nice to have someone. But to constantly believe like, but Christ is enough, but Christ is enough. Then when that person comes along, you like just like Tiso said, he moved from a place of of uh, wanting to get to know Gabby because he was interested in her to wanting to get to know her because he wanted to know her for who she was and help her move closer to Christ and and have her help her with her walk with Christ in general. And I think in that, that desire became known because when we give our desires over to God, he will give our give us our heart's desires. Like it's 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 a give and receive. But if it's in a lot, 
if it's in line with his will. And I think that's what I think is so powerful about this kind of chain of, you know, love God, be content with ourselves, and then that flows into everything else. So I was having a conversation with my boy Jim Carter yesterday. Um, mm-hmm. And, you know, so and, and it was, you know, around just like this topic of like, you know, just learning how to be content with yourself, right? Like mm-hmm. the only way, let me not say the only way, right? But I personally believe, right, that one of the fundamental ways to be in a successful relationship is by learning how, is by learning your ins and outs, learning who you are and accepting who you are for what that is. Right. Um and how that works is that right, you learn who you are, you learn how you are, right? But right, in that you're learning, you know, who God is and who God has made you to be and accepting and loving yourself for who you are. In doing so you're accepting and loving God, right, for who he is and for what he created. Right. Um, now, when you move right, and go to a relationship, right, you know who you are, right? And you're not willing to accept anything less for what God has blessed you with, right? Wow. You want you want more than what God has blessed you with because you understand, right, what your standard, what your expectations are, right? And you can only understand your standards and expectations, right, by understanding who you are and who you are in Christ and knowing that you're God's child. Right. Mm-hmm. I was like, yo. There were certain things that needed to be worked out in my life, right? Uh, just emotional trauma from, like, you know, my parents, you know, to, you know, just things that happened, like, recently in my life that God needed to work out and God needed to help me fix before I was in a relationship with God, right? Because mm-hmm. I wasn't finished being in a relationship with God for her to be, you know, my uh, my therapist, right? That's not what she's there for. Right, yeah, right? yeah. And God was saying the same thing, like, yo, you're not finished being in a relationship with kids and you know make her your personal therapist like that's not who that's not who she's meant to be for right but right? that's right. not her role in your life yes yeah, she you know will help you support you right but she is not gonna be there helping you fix your emotional trauma with what you you know had had going on like you need to fix this like this is something that needs to be orchestrated and worked out through before you're in a relationship with her because I don't need you bringing your baggage into this relationship, right? Like all them clothes that you had that you decide to pack, you don't need that in clothes, right? Because you're gonna get new clothes when you get on this flight. When you get on that trip that you're gonna go to, you gonna have new clothes when you get there. But you need to like let go of what you had and be fine with it. And the only way that happens is through healing. So you need to be healed. That's them scars need to be properly healed, bandaged up. Before you can move on and go to the next thing. Mm. Wow. That is so good. That's so good. So there there really is I think we <laughs> we really said a lot in this episode. And I really I really think that um hmm. I mean wow, like that <laughs> I just like just hearing what what you had said, Tiso, about the um but the clothes and how like there are certain things that we're going to have to give up and also just give up to God in order for us to actually be in relationship with other people. We can't just go into, Hey, everybody what's good and everything. And just start throwing our emotional baggage everywhere to everybody. And just like, you know what I mean? Like, I think there's, we do like God needs to be in, in our space before we can even let other people in our space. 
Because if other people get into our space, then we are going to try to make them God and start going, oh, I need this. I need that. I want that. And people are going to be like, I can't provide that. I can't give you that. I can't always be there when you call me. I can't always respond to your text messages as soon as you, you need me to. But God is there. He is right there all the time. And I, I, I oh, wow. I just wish that, and I, not I wish, I hope and I pray that as we all continue to do life and continue to stay in his word and just learn from each other, that we'll recognize that fact that, you know, that while this person might not respond to my message, you know, directly on time the way I need them to, God still loves me. Like yeah. he's still there for me. And like yeah. that, that is enough. You know what I yeah. mean? Like we can't look to people to, you know, to please us and, and give us what we need because we fall short all the time. Yeah. So it'll, I think it'll allow us to be more thankful when someone responds on time or when they respond a certain kind of time. Cause it's like, I wasn't expecting that because I know God is enough, but thank you so much for, you know, quickly responding to my email or checking up, seeing how I'm doing. Like, I appreciate it. You become more thankful for those things when you recognize that your God does that all the time. Yeah. <laughs> hmm. I say this all the time, bro. God is too good. You know, there's no reason being as good as he does. The only reason is because he loves us. Yes. That's the only reason why he is as good as he is. That is so good. And man, you know what? I, I want to say just another thank you to everyone out there who's listening right now. We are on episode two of the yes, podcast. Like, <laughs> like, come what as soon as one or mm, let me try this again. <laughs> Sooner or later, I need to get a little sound machine or something that we could <laughs> or something. <laughs> I know. Woo, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> that, that, that was the claps, by the way. That, <laughs> that was the claps. That was like multiple claps. On the, so just, that, that was my... Yeah. <laughs> I'm so weak. But, but listen, guys, once again, thank you so much for hearing us and, and just spending this time with us. We hope you'll stay tuned for our third episode. Yes. Uh, we're still praying about what we even want that one to be, but please feel free to give us some feedback. I think there's a comment section somewhere. Not sure. I guess we'll look into that, but literally let, let us know what your thoughts are on this episode and just continue to keep God first and live out a testimony. And yeah. with that, we'll be talking to y'all for real. <laughs> As we do the best. Hey, <laughs> this is uh, Living Out a Testimony with your boy Ben Tom and Tiso. Y'all be blessed. Peace. Hey, family. Thanks for listening to our podcast. Please join us every Wednesday at 6 p.m. for another great episode full of faith, life, and testimony. God is truly moving, and we're thankful that he has blessed us with this platform to share how he continues to move in our lives. Follow us at The Load Podcast on Instagram and click the link in our bio to stay updated on our content. May y'all continue to be blessed. Peace.